It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Porpoise Pod went on here after a victorious Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. Your Miami Dolphins are 2-0 to start the season for the first time since 2018. Uh, another cool staff from the Miami Dolphins Communications Department, uh, Solana. Mike McDaniel, first coach to start off his Dolphins career, 2-0 since Jimmy Johnson. Wow. So how about that? I mean, we've been through yeah. a lot of coaching changes. McCoachin. Only got to start off two and zero undefeated. Looks good. By the Man. way, shout out to uh, shout out to Lamar Jackson. I never see a guy do this after the game, but he tweeted out, "Good bleep Miami Dolphins Ravens were going to bounce back." I, I know, he's just the coolest. I do like him for you know, you know, it's it's tough that it had to go down like that, uh, Lamar. I know you're beloved down here, but like props to that guy. Who does that? Just yeah. says, you know what? Little nod to the competition. It was a good game. Yeah, I mean he's uh. He's uh, paying a little respect after that like game, that. right? Like he's paying he's paying his respects to a to a to a team that got a big win, went on the road, was down big, was down bad, was playing bad, and uh, and, and picked up picked up really like a defining win, right, Tobin? I mean, we talked about it a little in the first segment. This could be like the the when we when we look at the McDaniel era, who knows how long from now? This could be that game where you circle it. And you say that was the defining moment of that era. It really could be. I, I don't think I'm getting ahead of myself here. Look, I, I think that what's great about it is I feel like he has gotten a lot of goodwill to start his coaching career. And that's all great. You know, he could be wacky guy in the press conferences and he could be a little bit quirky and he can be big balls McDaniel with a wheelbarrow. But he's right, you know, to see how his team responded when things weren't great today, that I think really defies what is a great coach because it's easy to ride when things are easy. But I, I think that's the thing that, that's that's encouraging about it is he is basically called his shot. He said what this was going to be. He's not a guy who gets all secretive. He's kind of as real as it gets, which is why I think people dig him. Like he is he seems like a guy who's just kind of enjoying the moment of life you know he's you know a, a bit of an underdog story and overlooked himself and i think kind of just fits in perfectly with the attitude of this team um but yeah like it look dude if this guy goes down and he has himself a hell of an era uh as a, as a dolphins head coach of course this is going to be a, a definer for for sure yeah what what were you thinking after that first half though being being 100 percent honest what were you thinking after the first half because for me it it wasn't good. Like I I was I was very down after the first half. I was thinking, 
uh oh, you know. Uh, yeah, it was interesting because I I was like I don't know if I texted you or if I texted the uh, the morning show, but like I love following Zonk's tweets during a game. You know, he's yeah. just he's unfiltered. And Zonk, who you know was very high, you know when he met McDaniel, I think he tweeted out something to the effect. I get the exact tweet here. It was like they look unprepared, unrehearsed. I was like, damn, Zonk. Uh yeah, Zonk tweeted out they look unprepared unrehearsed hashtag MIA versus BAL hashtag NFL hashtag fins up. Uh, always he, too many hashtags. This is that's, on. That's, always that's, too many. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so he then, uh, you know, so Zonk's like, ah, oh, I mean, unprepared. Like, yeah, you don't want to hear that. If your, your team looks unprepared, but they were like, it's one of these things where like, dude, everybody had a hand in it. Like the special teams blunders, the, uh, you know, the way they were getting torched on defense, those two interceptions were like, you know, super cringe. Like he throws this one in triple coverage. It bounces off. Boom. That's picked off. And then he tries to throw this, you know, this, this throw to waddle. And it was just like, you picked off. And the thing that was interesting about it, you know, CBS comes back from halftime and I apologize for the, uh, the reporter's name escaping me, but she's like, yeah, Mike McDaniel said that he thought they were pressing too much, that they were forcing the issue too much on offense which was interesting because Tua said in the post game, he goes, I just was going for too many big plays, which is exactly what that interception to waddle. The second one really felt like the first one too, a little bit, but especially that second one where he was just re- like, they were going good and he just tried to force the issue way too much. And it resulted in disaster and Lamar Jackson made him pay. And I was just like, uh, this, I wasn't so much a McCoaching thing. I was definitely like, this is going to be a buzzard game for Tua. They were circling in that first half for him. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the way I felt because remember in the first game when he throws up a duck to Tyreek and Tyreek kind of just came down with it, stole the interception away from the DB against the Patriots. Like I almost in the back of my head thought to myself, "Mm, is Tua going to get used to that, right? Like is Tua going to get used to being bailed out by these elite receivers? And that's what it felt like to me in that first half where he had, if you go look at that first interception, he had Ingold, who, by the way, played a fantastic game before he got hurt. He had Ingold wide open for a first down, six yards short of Tyreek. And instead he went for his guy, right? Like, which I understand the problem was his guy was dribble covered. And, uh, and it ended up being like a wacky play gets tipped. The, the ball almost hit the ground. Good play by the, by the defender Williams. But then the second one, he's covered, not much going for the Dolphins. Feels like he has to make a big play. And he just threw it up to Waddle, who wasn't open. Like, there was yeah. coverage over the top. He was covered down below. There was nothing open. And and I was I was very frustrated. I truthfully was. But uh, but obviously, the response. I am, um, too. Like, dude, when you have a comeback like this, like, these people who are like, hey, you never lose faith. Look, I didn't turn the TV off. I think that's, like, the ultimate sign. Like, if you're sticking around and you're watching the game, you it's two things. You either walk out of a building you know, a la Ray Allen game six, or you turn the TV off. Like I'm sitting here watching the game. Obviously I'm going to watch the entire game, but yeah, it just, it felt like one of these games where every mistake was, was just, they were getting capitalized on it. Like they make them off or they'd make a, a turnover and the Ravens would just go gash the dolphins and do whatever they wanted. Uh, Cause the dolphins had this really, it was funny. Cause after the two, uh, first pick of the game, huge momentum swing where the Dolphins goal defense has this huge stand on the goal line, like a really ball stand by them. Uh, and you're like, Oh, all right. You know what? Let's just kind of eradicate. And I don't know if like 
that took all of the energy out of the defense, but it felt like they didn't get to stop the rest of the half. I don't know like what the actual drive numbers were, but like everyone after that, Lamar Jackson, because he fumbled the snap on fourth down, it, he just went, he was like a buzzsaw through them the rest of the way up until, up until that fourth quarter. Like yeah. it was, it was crazy. Even that, even that second uh, interception by two, what happened late in the first half, I think the Ravens had two timeouts in like a minute 20 to go the length of the field and they didn't even need the timeout. They yeah. didn't need, they, they literally drove it right down the Dolphins throats easily. And that's when you, you kind of started feeling bad, right? The Dolphins get the ball back. They run a little pitch to Mostert, go into the half and you're thinking, uh Oh, uh, this is not good. But then they come out of the first half. And if I, I remember correctly, it was a touchdown to start that half, right? That's where they get the Gasicki touchdown. Gusecki, yeah. And that's kind of where the, right. The momentum kind of starts to switch into their favor until Lamar, busts open a 73 yard touchdown run and you're like oh no yeah and you poop your pants again to zonk's credit he goes big jump great catch by gasecki must have been some ass kicking at halftime hashtag mia versus bal hashtag nfl hashtag <laughs> did did gasecki get the uh the second toe in or because again i'm watching on like this small little monitor that we have in the booth so i have no idea and tobin it was pretty cool the booth next to us which we can see was the NFL replay booth. Oh, that's cool. And after, you know, the official comes out, he says, touchdown confirmed, the whole crowd starts going crazy. And it was cool to look over to the right and kind of look at the guys responsible for the for the call, kind of all look at each other laughing that the crowd was booing them so hard. That was really cool. But I, I really never got a good look at it, if it was actually a touchdown, if it was iffy, because I did see on the monitor – it was a bang bang play. Like he he may have stepped on the white line. He may have I not. Didn't even, yeah, dude. You know, it was one of those. I didn't even feel like it was a thing. Like I thought, like yeah, he got it, uh, and I didn't even feel like it was going to be questionable because there was some interesting stuff today. Like uh, that spot that they got. Like there was a couple times where the Dolphins it felt like got hosed on the spot, and then the Ravens were freaking out because uh, remember I think it was a Tua keeper, and then. You know, he gets it on an effort and they're like, you know, freaking out because he looks like he got it. And then the Dolphins got a bad spot and then they fixed it. They were saying that on a TV broadcast or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it looked like he was short. They bring out the chains. It's half a football length of a first down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't look that way at all. It really didn't. I, I still can't. I, I still don't understand the chains, Tobin. I like I'll dude, never I don't either, for dude. the life of me understand the chains. I still I don't. don't. I don't get it. I don't think I want to get it, quite frankly. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah. The the Ravens fan felt like they were getting, uh, they were getting uh, upset with everything. There was that weird call too. The one that was really weird on the Dolphins. It was I'm trying to think what drive it was. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Where uh, where Mostert gets called for tripping. It was, that... I think it was Edmonds. I think it was Edmonds. It was Edmonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Edmonds got bull rushed and just like toppled over. And in the mean, in in the in the meanwhile of like just basically doing a backwards uh, somersault. He tripped the defender. And so he got called on a penalty for that. And it killed it off in his drive. I was like, what the hell is that? So you it's funny penalized for that. It's funny. You say that because I, the second it happened, I'm scrolling through Twitter to see the reaction. And I start seeing, you know, like 10 seconds later, horrible call official suck, horrible call. I saw your tweet, like horrible call, but from the angle we had, it totally looked like Edmonds tripped the hell out Did of him. It? Like he got bull rushed, kind of wow. swung his legs around and tripped them purposely. Like it, again, that was just the angle we had, but it was funny to see that like juxtaposition where I'm seeing everybody react to the call from the TV broadcast, but from our angle, 
it was it was obvious as hell that he swung his legs around and tripped the uh, the uh, the the defender. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I thought for sure that was a bold leap call. All right, that's interesting to know. <laughs> See, this why. So, dude, what was the? Uh, what was the? Can you tell us? And can you give us anything from the plane ride back? Like, what was it like? So, contractually, I can't like no mm. specifics, but really, there was this sense of like, yeah, we knew that. Really, really, you you heard you heard it in the um, in the post game. Somebody, I don't remember who said it. If it was Tyreek or Jalen, I read it on Twitter, scrolling through Twitter while I was boarding the uh, the team plane, but. Somebody said, like, we knew that Tua had this in him. And, you know, we're glad finally everybody's able to see it. And I'm telling you, that was the sense of the team. Truthfully, it really was where we knew this team was capable of that. And and I, I think, you know, from one from one sense, right, every football team feels that way. Every football team goes into a season thinking that, you know, they're at this X level. And then... Either they surpass it or they fall short of it. And I think the Dolphins truthfully believe, like, it wasn't just Tyreek talking up to a... I think the team, the offense, truthfully believed, whether it was McDaniel, McCochin's ability to inspire them, whether it was just them looking at the players around them and saying, holy bleep, like, we have we have a squad. Or whether it was just genuine, that they believed that they could do this type of performance, put together this type of performance... That was the sense boarding the team plane where it, it wasn't even like, oh my God, this was, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there saying this is the, the greatest game I've ever seen in my entire life. And they're kind of just all chill. Like, yeah, can it, you, like, we, we expected this. Can you confirm or deny that Mike McDaniel entered the plane with a wheelbarrow? He goes everywhere with a wheelbarrow, ladies and gentlemen. He goes does. everywhere. He goes absolutely everywhere. Everywhere. Was, every, okay, can you confirm or deny, like Tyreek Hill said uh, after the game, where he says, I'm feeling drunk off that yak. Was everybody <laughs> drunk off that yak? Because I, I, I feel like I'm drunk off that yak. I, I was drunk off that yak. I'm I drunk off that yak, I was, dude. I was drunk off that yak. I was drunk off that yak. For that sure. needs to be, dude. He needs to. He needs to sell those shirts. Like Tyreek Hill, get at that thing, man. Your little Aventura sto- uh, store. <laughs> I'm drunk off that yak. So good, dude. Oh my god. All right, we'll pop some bottle noses. Did, did he say that on the TV broadcast? He said that at the podium. Oh, amazing. Just he said Tyree. that at the podium. Yeah, Just he was Tyree. a delight. Remember, remember before the season, we were saying this could either work out so great or it's going to be a disaster by week four. Yeah. And, no. No. Uh, no. And and we're getting we're we're getting the great we're getting the great end of it. But like it swung on two plays. That's the thing that's crazy <laughs> about it. Like, is you know, I'm sure he's not thrilled. Like where he's like, man, all right, what was it? Like six catches for 48 yards. Like he's getting kind of beat up. Obviously, he's hurting out there. He's cramping. And then like all of a sudden, the cheetah, the cheetah gets uh, the cheetah gets going. You, you, you hear his little uh, his little signal that he has got for Tua. He's got a little sound. He goes, Yee-yee. that's a sound for Tua when he goes. Yee-yee. That's a Tua. Did you notice? Did did you notice that that he's talking the entire the in in between snaps? He's talking the whole time. 
Not surprising. Like, I, it, it's crazy to me. He's he's in motion and he's literally looking back at Tua, looking at him, hand gestures, talking to him half the time. Like it, it's something I've never seen before. And and I'm thinking to myself, like, like would does Tua like this? Like, does did Patrick Mahomes like this? Because it's just it comes with the package. That is Tyreek Hill. It does. I think he likes it when he's scampering down, giving up the deuces sign for sixty yards. Yep. I think he's like, yeah, I like it. Is they're gonna get drunk off that yak? 